From 400 rupees per piece in 2019, the shares of Reliance Retail went up to 4000 by 2021 in the understood market. As many of you may already know, Reliance Retail happens to be India's largest operator of supermarkets, apparel outlets, and electronic stores. You could even say that its unlisted shares turned the grey market into a sort of a gold rush. Of course, there were others too, but Reliance Retail was undoubtedly the hottest cake in the market for a while. As recently as the year that ended in March. Reliance Retail was second only to the National Stock Exchange of India or NSE. This is by value of shares traded on unlisted zone which is a platform for buying and selling unlisted stocks. But you know how Mukesh Ambani loves surprising his investors and it's not always in a good way. And shareholders of Reliance Retail know this better than anybody else right now. A little more than a week ago Reliance Retail said that it would effectively cancel the holdings of its minority investors and offer them 1362 rupees per share. Basically, the company was telling its minority investors that their shares were going to be cancelled. As you can imagine, the news came as quite the blow. It left many confused. And one thing that they failed to understand was that at the time of the announcement Reliance Retail shares were trading in the unlisted market at over twice that price. Most of these investors were under the impression that Reliance Retail would be taken public. But what they did not realize is that its parent has more chances of going for an IPO. So what made the company take this decision and more importantly what should retail investors learn from this welcome to daybreak a business podcast from the ken i'm your host nidha sharma and i don't chase the news cycle instead thrice a week on mondays wednesdays and fridays i will come to you with one business story that is worth understanding and worth your time today is monday the 17th of july Anand from the Ken came up with a perfect analogy to explain the dangers of trading in the unlisted market. Betting on unlisted companies they say is like trying to solve the Rubik's cube blindfolded when you couldn't have even done it with your eyes open. There are no quarterly financials or disclosures on who the shareholders are for these unlisted companies, nor are there any analysts who can tell where the company is headed based on conversations with its management unlisted companies file their annual financials anywhere from a few months to a year after the end of the fiscal so if you want to see how the company's price to earnings ratio compares to another listed peer you have to manage with not so recent numbers that obviously makes the whole comparison very flawed Reliance Retail's numbers are technically made available by Reliance Industries in its quarterly disclosures. 
but in recent years it has chosen not to give out important data related to the company Anand and Sita Raman spoke to Sandeep Kinodia the chief executive of Altius Investec about the unlisted market he told them how there was a lull in the unlisted market after people burnt their fingers in the pre IPO shares of Paytm and Policy Bazaar talking about Reliance Retail's share cancellation he said and i'm quoting it was just starting to recover and now this has happened so you see investing in the grey market or privately held companies is not everybody's cup of tea it comes with working with little to no essential information on these companies investor protection is always on shaky grounds in these scenarios and what happened to reliance retail investors is evidence to prove all this so let us try to understand this unlisted market a little better stay tuned there are three types of companies in the unlisted market the ones that typically see a lot of investor interest are those which are preparing to raise funds through an ipo for example the product engineering company tata technologies limited for its public issue it filed the offer document with the regulator in march but its shares have been trading since at least mid 2021 in anticipation of the ipo then there are companies that haven't stated any plans to go for listing a popular unlisted stock that falls in this category is ipl's chennai super kings and finally there are companies whose shares traded on the stock market in the past like the it company called hexaware technologies limited that delisted in november 2020 but its shares are still available for potential investors since not all of its shareholders gave up their stake during the delisting process these stakeholders may have been unhappy with the price or they were so enthusiastic about its long term prospects that they were willing to stay invested and sell their shares later in the unlisted market reliance retail belongs somewhere between tata technologies and chennai super kings and this is where things start to get interesting coming up next how many reliance retail investors may not have done their homework properly before putting in their money in the company the ken had a conversation with krishna ram a mumbai based investor and trader and it explained a lot about what might have happened to many of reliance retail's investors ram had no idea that reliance retail is not the same as reliance retail ventures limited which is commonly known as rrvl actually rrvl is reliance retail's parent company so ram told us and i'm quoting i thought reliance retail would launch an ipo in a year or two or there would be a demerger so he bought an undisclosed number of reliance retail shares at 3180 rupees each in march 2022 now his investment is down by almost 60% so when did all this talk of a potential ipo for reliance's retail business actually start 
It was when Reliance Industries raised more than 47,000 crore rupees by selling over 10% to a clutch of top-tier private equity firms and sovereign wealth funds back in 2020. The thing is, this fundraise happened in RRVL and not Reliance Retail. And since this fundraise, Reliance has said nothing about the IPO of its retail business or which entity will be listed. But based on simple logic, it is probably going to be RRVL that will go public, not Reliance Retail. Because after all, those financial investors need to be given an exit. But Manan Doshi, the co-founder of Unlisted Arena, which is another platform that facilitates trading in the shares of privately held companies, raised a good question. He said, if Reliance wanted to take Reliance Retail public, why would they cancel the shares held by the public and then issue them again? The answer to that is that it is possible that Reliance Industries wanted Reliance Retail to be a fully owned subsidiary of RRVL at the time of RRVL's IPO. But for those like Ram who bought into the company at higher prices, this does not offer much comfort. Even though he did admit that in hindsight, he may have paid too much. Just last to last week, Reliance Retail's valuation, as per the price of shares in the grey market, was $166 billion, which is considerably less than Reliance Industries' $230 billion market capitalization. But just over a year ago, Reliance Retail was worth more than Reliance Industries Limited. Plus, the valuation for Reliance Retail also seems a bit unrealistic. In May this year, the global brokerage firm Sanford C. Bernstein had estimated that Reliance Retail's business was worth nearly $105 billion. This $105 billion is in line with the $92 to $96 billion valuation the two consultants reportedly gave Reliance Retail. So, you see how many times such as in the case of Reliance Retail, the unlisted market can be quite detached from actual reality. But you know what? There is a good chance that all this may be forgotten when there is a revival in IPOs and investors try to grab a piece of companies before they go public. After all, like Sita Raman and Anand say, even at the risk of losing your shirt, it is hard to say no to the prospect of juicy profits. Daybreak is produced from the newsroom of The Ken, India's first subscriber-focused business news platform. What you're listening to is just a small sample of our subscriber-only offerings. A full subscription unlocks daily long-form feature stories, newsletters, subscriber-only apps, and podcast extras. Head to theken.com and click on the red subscribe button on the top of the website. I am Snigdha Sharma, your host, and today's episode was edited by my colleague Rajiv Sien. 